What's up, listeners? Thanks for tuning in to All Things Boston. It is Monday, October 19th. We are cruising into the city. I got a hot date with the building inspector for the place that I work at. Um, usually not up this early, but I got my green tea iced and a really fucking shitty breakfast sandwich that I got from Dunkin' Donuts today. I get it. You know, Dunkin's really for unhealthy sandwiches. Most of the sandwiches are really bad for you. I tend to lean on the ham, egg, and cheese on an English muffin route because it's a little lower in calories. But, you know, I was feeling fancy today because I've been making a lot of egg white omelets at home. Like, oh, let me get the egg white omelet on multigrain. And it's like they just don't give a shit because it's a healthy sandwich. They throw it in the microwave and then they just plop it over to you. It's fucking terrible. I don't know why I do this to myself. Should have just made some oatmeal, saved myself $4 on the sandwich, but such is life. I guess you pay for the luxury of some other person making it for you and you can just be on your on your way, but get your shit together, Duncan. You go to Starbucks, they got these sous vide egg bites that are like really good, really healthy, keto friendly, and other great sandwiches with like turkey bacon and shit like that. But you go to Duncan and it's almost like you have to, it's like ordering food at McDonald's where you have to pick the lesser evil and just fucking sucks. Pisses me off. But I've been in better terms with Duncan. They've, uh, since I've gone to green tea, it's really hard to fuck that up. So I haven't had any issues. And I barely go because I just make my tea at home or take it to go. I buy those little, um, I have that like Contigo. Um, it's like, a, it just keeps the water warm a hot for like eight hours. Just be careful. Don't fall asleep with that on your lap because you might burn your nuts if it spills on you. Because that almost happened last night as well. So, yeah, great weekend. I had a shit ton of fun, did some golfing with the boys on Saturday. We went to the Rehoboth Country Club. Fall golf is the best. It's just, you can just not sweat your ass off. It's just a good time to be out there. I was pounding my Heineken Zeros with the boys. Felt like I was drinking again. And, you know, it was just a nice day to go out there. I hit the ball okay. Uh, my chipping game is still horrible. So that's something that I'm going to have to work on in the off season. And I just love golf. It's definitely a sport that I want to continue to get better at. Because if you're good at golf, you're like the man of your crew. People want to hang out with you. You suck at golf. They're like, eh. oh, we're missing another guy. Maybe we'll call Joe. You know, he's not that good, but we need to force him. So we'll just see if he wants to come. That's usually like, that's where I stand on the golf friends list. So. Um, the better I play, the more I have friends. So I feel like I got to start practicing more in my chipping. It's a whole nother art. I'm definitely going to hire a golf instructor next year to just work on my shot just to get a, a science behind it. But, um, it was good to get out. And then the next morning I hit some balls with my buddy and then we ended up, um, getting a bunch of soccer shit because I joining a men's league soccer, uh, pickup game on Monday nights in Cohasset. So I'm ready to start fucking people up. Um, just kidding. I'm learning even just how to kick. Uh, I just never played. Last time I played was at my Camp Rams bottom when I was like 10 years old, 11 or 12, whatever. And it was so much fun. We were like, it was like World Cup style. And we, I don't know what team we were, but we made it all the way to the finals. I think we won. I'm not sure. But it was just a bunch of people kicking balls around and trying to score goals. It was still a lot of fun but obviously not as um, organized. So I don't even know what organized soccer is, but my boy, Adam, hooked me up with a lot of techniques, um, one-touch kicks, stops, headers. We did everything yesterday. So I'm ready to go. 
tonight. Whoever's there, be ready. I'm gonna slide tackle your ass. I'm gonna fucking hit a goal right in your friggin' face. And Joe Spano is now a soccer player, which is good. So that's exciting. I just, I'm dialed in right now. I'm trying to find, now that I'm not drinking, I found eating and that's been not a good balance where you would think I'd have a six pack and I'm ripped now with two months of no drinking, but instead I've been chowing down on snacks, you know, and you just watched, I got YouTube TV, so I'm watching a lot of commercials. Next thing you know, a Wendy's pretzel burger comes up or a fucking Arby's that's not even near me, but they show Arby's commercials like every day in Boston. Yeah, I want to eat. So I keep snacking. I keep, you know, we'll make fries or I'll get desserts. We'll have candy and all this shit. And I've, you know, my goal weight is, I would say 165. I think at 165, I'm lean. And it's just like a really good shape for me. But if I start getting up to the 173s, the 175s to 180s, forget it. I'm fat, bloated. I'm starting to not be able to fit in my jeans. And that's something that I want. So right now I'm teetering on the 173. I want to cut it back down to um, to the 165 again. I think um, I'll be fine. I'm just going to, I got to limit. The funny part is I got to limit my non-alcoholic beers because there's calories in those. So, you know, six of those. You're at 300 calories again. Not like a, a normal beer, which is like 120 for one, but still, um, the goal is to cut alcohol to get more healthier, not to just keep putting calories in your body. So, I'm gonna limit my non-alcoholic beers, and I'm also going to start counting my calories again because that's the only way I can visually keep myself in a good groove. And now that I'm not drinking, I'm not gonna. Usually, when I would drink, I just forget to log them. And that'd be it. But now I can like, you know, have a good ballpark range of what I need to put in my body and stuff like that. Like last night, I did pretty well. We ate super healthy. And then I started dipping into the snack, you know, cabinet, but limited. You know, it wasn't too much. It wasn't like I was eating peanut butter and jelly sandwiches or Oreos or shit like that. It was just like some bagel thin chips that are super good. So yeah, that's going to be my new goal for this month going into November. November is obviously the, the, you know, November, December, January, February. Those are the fat months. So if you've gained weight during the pandemic, good luck. You're going to probably put on another 15. If you don't get yourself on some sort of diet plan, I have, um, I don't really have a diet plan. I just try to fit my calorie bank, but I do try to carb up, um, at night just so I can sleep. I think a full stomach helps me get to bed, um, rather than being hungry, going to sleep. I tried the fasting thing. I might start doing that again. That was kind of fun and tricky at the same time. Um, but for right now, I'm just trying to get myself into uh, a little bit of a disciplinary like eating thing. Because it was getting bad. I was just eating pizzas. And I just didn't care because I'm like, oh, well, I'm not drinking so I can make it up. This Just your brain trying to bargain with itself. It's never a good thing. So I am going on that route of trying to make some sort of impact if there's no drinking. I will say I'm not as bloated as I would be drinking and I'm doing a lot more activity in the morning and stuff like that. So it's working. I think this would just put it into hyperdrive if I just kept myself in sort of a bank to lose, you know, five pounds. Not much, but that's really what I'm trying to do. So that's why I'm doing soccer on Mondays and uh, I'm going to start hitting spin bike again 
um, every day to just get it going. My knee's feeling better. I don't want to, you know, knock on wood. I just, I'm almost at a point where it doesn't hurt. Like I played a, a practice yesterday and I woke up feeling okay. I think a lot of it's in my head too. I get a little, I don't know, I get a little nervous with it. But that being said, I hope everyone else is looking at November and December as these fat months. You know, it's going to start getting cold. You're not going to want to go outside anymore. You got to start finding some indoor shit and you got to start looking at what you put in your body. And, you know, I tried making healthy options at Dunkin' and it fucking is disgusting. But, you know, 290 calories, better than the 520 you'd get with a, you know, bagel with bacon, egg and cheese. So these are little things. You just, you know, day by day. It is what it is. Also, got my bidet installed in my bathroom. You know, not to get too much information, but... I'm telling you, I don't know what is up with Americans and why it's so weird to have one. You know, I went to Montreal last year and I saw the bidet and I was just, it was like, uh, I'm trying to think of a good song, but you know, it was just love at first sight when I saw this thing. I didn't know how to use it and then I used it and it was a really weird feeling, but it was uh, a nice feeling. And I'm telling you right now, I am so much more confident with my BMs. Cause I'm just like, you know what? I'm going in there, bang, bang. Don't, you know, everything, the world is at the, is, is just so possible now when you have a bidet and you'll find out it's super easy to install. You just have to take out your water pipe um, for your toilet and switch in this little like T valve where you put um, the water to go to the bidet and then up to the toilet again and then back into the wall and just, you know, you seal all that up, make sure it's super tight so you don't fucking leak anything. And then you're fucking golden, you know? Um, and then that's it. You got one one side for the ladies and then another side just for you, the butts of the world. And then you're good. You got to try it. Don't knock it till you try it. You want to giggle and act like a fucking schoolgirl because I have a bidet. But if you don't try it, then you're an asshole and you're what's wrong with the world. You're the person that thinks that, you know, everything's bad because you think so. And that's just not true. You're just a negative person. And... I'm telling you right now, as a witness, as someone who's experienced this, it's a game changer. And I think I've made my girl a believer too now. She loves it. She's like, oh my God, it was only 25 bucks. Yeah, it was only fucking 25 bucks. And guess what? We're saving money on toilet paper on top of it. So get yourself a bidet, change your fucking life. Stop being immature. Stop making weird gay jokes that it's like pleasure for me in my butthole. No, it's not nothing to do with pleasure on my butt. I'm not into that kind of stuff. Okay. Some dudes might be. Um, but that's not me. So, you know, I am just trying to help my listeners and find the, the, the righteous way of living. I'm, I'm like a born again hippie. I haven't drank in almost two months. Take my fucking advice. All right. I'm going on three, three weeks, 20, 21 days today. I have no coffee. Okay. I'm a green tea drinking, non booze having, bidet squirting. Dude, take my advice, all right? Yes, does it sound weird? A little bit, but I wouldn't go on this rant. I wasn't passionate about protecting the, the cleanliness of your under nether regions, okay? So, we'll talk about baseball. Here I go, back-to-back pods. If you're not watching these games, you're missing out on some really good sports. Please get behind the fact that you might have ADHD and you need to just watch like people going back and forth all day, just like basketball or football, whatever. Baseball, you have two game sevens and two championship series. You had the the Braves go to game seven, game 
That was a game seven game last night. And you had the Rays game seven. It was both nail-biting baseball. And we'll start off with the Rays. I give them credit. They came back and won that game. I got nervous for a second. If the Astros actually would have made it to the World Series, literally Satan or Hitler would have won World War II. That's exactly how I felt because the Astros really are the most hated team in baseball. I mean, I even would have rather had the Yankees make it over the Astros because they're just assholes. I mean, their name even sounds like assholes, Astros, you know? It, it, it was a, uh, and they almost made it back. They, if Michael Brantley could have hit a, you know, got a hit during that bases loaded. But, you know, again, I said this before, the Rays defense and the Rays relief, they won those series. They're the best players on those teams. And I don't say that a lot about any sort of baseball team, but the Tampa Bay Rays were carried by those people. Blake Snell didn't do much. But um, you got guys like um, Nick Anderson and um, a few of these other dudes that just come out just slinging gas. And it's hard to, you know, usually when I was younger, you were taught, make the starting pitcher throw. I mean, I guess in high school baseball, a little makes more sense because that's when you really do go to the scrubs. But, you know, you make the starting pitcher pitch, you know, get its pitch count up in the beginning of the game and you'll get right to the relief in the fifth or sixth inning if you can do it right. And they start getting frustrated and they can't find the plate. They start throwing meatballs down the middle and that's when you start fucking ripping them. And I I mean, I might not have been the best baseball player, but I definitely knew how to take pitches and that was part of the sport. But in the MLB, no, you're you're going from, you know, a fucking all-star pitcher and then this dude comes in who could be a starter on the Red Sox, but, you know, because the Red Sox suck, but, you know, Nicky Anderson is unbelievable. Throws 100 miles per hour. You know, you, you, if you had a guy throwing 94, you know, slider, um, you know, like a 94 mile per hour, you know, two-seam fastball, or or just like a dude, who, you know, off-speed, and then you have this guy come out throwing 100, good luck trying to fucking calibrate your swing with, you know, one at-bat or two at-bats. It's not going to happen. And that's what the Rays did. And then G-Man Choi... Um, you know, with that 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 um, Zanino RBI fly, that was a huge hit for him. It looked like a home run, but you know, I got Choi in. And that's the thing; they're just a really likable team. They may not be the ones that sell. They're not like the the Braves that have all these like personalities that are really good to watch. But they have a lot of players on that team that I'm really rooting for. Really, a lot of it, it reminds me of um, I don't know what team it reminds me of. They're just like a good group. And, you know, a Rose Arena, seven home runs in a, in a playoff series. It's just insane. This guy, you know, my buddy's like, he's juicing. But if you haven't seen this guy's highlight, he's like a little dude. He's like 5'9", five, 5'10", five five and he's hitting like 400-foot home runs dead center. And not only that, the guy literally was an immigrant who defected from Cuba to Mexico, then played in the Mexico Baseball League, and then went to the major leagues. Like, I, there's no player that's had a fucking crazier life this year than him in terms of sports and if you haven't seen this dude he is fucking dangerous he had a two-run bomb in the first inning of game seven he's also clutch so shout out to the rays i'm rooting for him in the world series i really don't like the dodgers and i'll you know going through the dodgers series i really wanted them to lose they just uh it was just annoying and they just didn't have any freaking spunk in them and they were just flat but um, they, they, they played, again, they, 
I'm happy they won because I would imagine how much it would suck to be a Dodgers fan and to go into that, uh, go into this, you know, off season with another loss, even though your team was the best fucking team in baseball the last four years. But they won, and you know, Cody Bellinger's bomb was a just an absolute shot. And someone saying that he might have dislocated his shoulder when he was doing the celebration, he did really slam hard at the end. But I give the dude credit, clutch home run. Mookie Betts with the game, save and catch. Um, it's Dodgers series to lose. But like I said, don't sleep on the Rays. But, I, I, you know, Dodgers have a dangerous lineup. Like, well, you got Will um, Will Smith who's batting like sixth on that team, and he's like their best hitter. And then you got Murder's Row, just, you know, one through nine. It's, it's going to be tough, and we'll see how that goes. Can Kershaw actually fucking get a win and have clutch pitching? Can Blake Snell not give up the home run ball, you know, three or four or five times in a game? Can um, can these guys pull it together to get a win? Can Charlie Morton pitch like Charlie Morton in game seven? I, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm leaning towards Dodgers just on the, based on their talent, but don't sleep on the Rays. They're a really boring team for a reason in a good way. Sorry, I feel fucking tired. It's like 7.45 in the morning, but, you know... It, this is it, and I'm I'm telling you guys, you need to watch these games. It, I, it'll help you get back in love with baseball. But the series have been very entertaining, and I've been glued to it since you know the ALDS. I think I watched um, the Astros A's series, which was really good, and then obviously the Yankees and the Rays were just a um, an unbelievable series, and I watched, you know, one of my hated, most hated teams, the Yankees, fucking lose in the eighth inning. It was, you know, game five. So, besides that, football. I, I mean, Patriots, awful. I don't know what to say. Terrible game. Cam looked like shit. What do you? What are we gonna do? I think this season is gonna be a tough one. We should have won yesterday. It was just a really sloppy game. And the defense, you can't blame the D. You got to blame Ryan Izzo for fucking fumbling the ball at the 40-yard line. You got to blame Cam for throwing three picks. They just, I don't know. They got to find their groove again. I'm, I, I know Belichick's going to rip them a new asshole. And you can say what you want about the coronavirus, like messing with them. But please, that's just an excuse. Pats could have even won that game after that pick. So it's a frustrating loss. I just... I can't elaborate on it. I don't know what it is. Football, the more the coronavirus shit comes out of football, the more it frustrates me. You got a game today at 4 o'clock, um, which is cool. I'll do it on afternoon Monday game. That's great. Great for the bars that aren't open. But um, I think my theory on on what's going on right now, especially with the Patriots defense, because um, they are giving up some yardage, especially in the beginning of the game. They, they gave up that 40-yard run. But if you go after Gilmore, right, because usually the people that – Gilmore usually takes their number two receiver by himself, and they'll shut him down. <clears throat> and then they'll double team their best receiver. And what they're doing right now, though, is they're going one-on-one against Gilmore, and they're getting, you know, they're, they're getting some succession with that. And this is what happens, though. If you can get Gilmore off his game, then the, it, 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 it starts to crumble a little bit. Um, and that's what's going on. And I saw that start in Seattle with Metcalf and Gilmore and and Wilson just fed the ball to Gilmore the whole time uh, to the Metcalf and it was just a, a dogfight but it really did um, throw a little um, chink into the armor so 
I think that's the secret sauce if you're playing the Pats. If you can get after Gilmore fast and tire him out, then then everything starts to crumble. And just expect Cam to run it up the middle every fucking drive and just sack him a few times. This guy can't get rid of the ball. It's just awful. It's like having Brady, but Brady knew how to throw the ball away. And now you see Brady tearing it up against the Packers. It sucks. It's a bad feeling. And then Edelman, dude. Trade Edelman. Fuck him. He just doesn't look like he wants to be there. He's, it's time to retire, dude. I, I mean, I respect what you did for us, but it's just it's time to retire. You don't even look like you want to be there. You gave up a fucking fumble that gave a touchdown up uh, two games ago. I'm done with you, dude. All right? The whole shtick of like, oh, I'm the king of Boston, and uh, I go to all these bars, I bang all these chicks, like, yeah, 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 like fucking Ferris Bueller on the, on the duck beard parade, uh, whatever. But like, what have you done for me this year? And that's a shitty way of saying it, but this is this is New England, and this is how we view our sports. And you're gonna ride off the if you suck this year, ride off these fumes, but do not expect a big contract coming, because you got um, Gunnar Olszewski right behind you, who's younger and hungrier, and you're out, buddy. And I know Belichick sees that, so that's something you gotta kind of be aware of um, with, um, with 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 what's going on. So you know, Pat's. I don't know what to say. Two and three? It's fucking terrible. What's going to happen? We'll see. Big game's coming up. Get the Bills coming up. Um, Ravens are going to be coming up. It's it's not going to look good for these guys. They can't get their shit together. So that's it. I You know, I didn't even watch that much football after that. I mean, I didn't even watch the night game. I watched baseball instead. Um, and um, I won't watch tonight's game because I'll be fucking playing soccer. So I hope everyone has a good week. Make drop some pods, uh, a little World Series uh, preview. We'll see. Um, again, watch baseball. We got the presidential debate on Wednesday. That's another uh, shit show that I'm waiting to watch. So I hope everyone is uh, having a good week. I hope everyone has a good morning. Eat your oatmeal and brush your friggin' teeth. We'll talk soon. Peace.